Well, good afternoon, Patriots. Thank you so much for tuning in to this live broadcast. Hope you're having a blessed day so far on this Friday. Um, God bless you. Welcome, Remnant Warriors. Welcome, Gideon's 300. I am, once again, live in Florida. And I'm um, going to do a, a little bit shorter version of the broadcast today, but I didn't want to uh, neglect talking about some very important issues for this Friday. And so, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. You know, I have to be honest, guys. Uh, today, I kind of had a, you know, revelation. I'm not. I'm not saying this in the in the terms of like a spiritual revelation per se. Uh, I'm just saying I had a revelation today as I'm, you know, going about my business traveling. And God bless you, by the way. Thank you for tuning in. I see some people are coming on right now. Um, but you know, I was out there and uh, I was at a a place where there was a lot of people down here in Florida. And, you know, um, what I've noticed is the state itself is free, thank God. Uh, DeSantis has not given a, a statewide mask mandate similar to what we have going on in Tennessee where we don't have a statewide mask mandate. But what, what I've noticed and what I'm seeing and what I think is the uh, situation is, is, is what I've said in, in past broadcasts is, is that they're using the corporations to enforce so, and I'm not saying that DeSantis is doing that. I think he's a great governor. In fact, he's uh, one of the top choices for the Republican side uh, in 2024, should President Trump not run. Of course, we're hoping and praying and believing that there's gonna be some type of breakthrough before 2021, before 2022. Lord, please help us. We need it, we need it. And so we're not gonna stop praying for that. Uh, but I will tell you, what I'm noticing is these corporations uh, especially in resort areas, in areas where people are visiting, you know, large amounts of people, families. Um, I'll give you an example. Let's say you go to like Universal or SeaWorld or Disney, any of these big corporations, and they will enforce uh, a strict, strict mask mandate. And so if you go into one of those properties or you're on a, a resort property or hotel, and I've just noticed this in my travels recently, um, they will still enforce... Uh, with, uh, I, I see these little people, no joke guys, that are walking around with these signs. You know, first of all, they're, they're putting on the loudspeakers like every five seconds, you know. Please make sure you're wearing your face covering today and make sure that it's over your, not only your mouth, but also your nose. Uh, because we want to ensure that everybody here is safe. We want to ensure everybody's safety. <laughs> and, and, and I just have to challenge this. If you think about it, well, we've said from the beginning, and I've spoke to the frontline doctors, which, by the way, I'm going to be with uh, Simone Gold and some others uh, in the next week uh, in a private meeting. And then we're also going to be uh, in a large gathering with about 4,000 people. So, you know, a lot of the people that we've talked to over the last many months, over the last year that I've had a chance to interview, talk to personally, um, you know, and they talk about the masks. And I say, do the masks work? You know, do the masks work? And, and, and what they say, and you know, there's, there's masks like this one. I brought this to, to show you what a lot of people wear. This is just a typical surgical mask kind of, you know, it's not a N95 or a KN95 or anything like that. And if you go back pre-pandemic and you look at what they call peer review studies, peer review studies, and you go back and you look at the studies about masks and if they actually help protect against microscopic uh, virus uh, you know, organisms or whatever you want to call them, like a microscopic virus. Um, you know, in other words, can a virus get through one of these masks? And, and, and these studies, which were medically, medical grade, you know, peer reviewed studies pre-pandemic, 
uh, came to the conclusion, and this is in my research that I've seen, came to the conclusion that, that a microscopic virus could go through a, a mask like this in, 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 in many, many cases, in most cases, in fact. Now, the KN95 and the N95, as I've been saying from the beginning, they offer a little bit more protection. But when you go out in the public, how many times do you really see people wearing KN95s or N95s? Not often. In fact, very, very rare. Most people are wearing either these types of uh, masks or they're wearing, uh, you know, cloth masks. And so this is the, the, the free, this is the free thinker broadcast, okay? When you're listening to the, the, uh, the Remnant or the Todd Coconato Show, this is, for, you're free thinkers. You and I, we like to think freely. We like to do our own research. We don't like to just take everybody's word for it, right? You guys are smart folks, okay? You're smart folks. And, and you have discernment, you know, and we pray for discernment, we pray for wisdom. And so we ask the Lord and we ask the Lord these things. And then we, and then we do our research because many of you, like me, are researchers. And so I went on and I looked at all these studies pre-pandemic and I have yet to be able to find one that suggests that microscopic viruses are stopped by this type of mask or by a cloth mask. And, and I, I implore you to look yourself. Now, they flooded, flooded the internet post-COVID in the COVID era with all these other stories that are suggesting that masks work for various reasons. But I'm talking about pre-pandemic because we have to think about this whole situation that we're in right now. Now, today, the CDC, they come out. <laughs> the CDC, the CDC comes out, okay? Centers for Disease Control, CDC. Centers for Disease Control. One of these days, I'm gonna break down how our medical system got so messed up here in the United States. Because we used to have a great medical system. But even when you talk to doctors and nurses, they'll tell you it's, it's messed up nowadays. Now, Obama didn't help at all. In fact, with Obamacare, they messed up American systems. Um, but, but yeah, yes, you know, and in fact, even on the box of these, it says it doesn't, it doesn't prevent from viruses. Even on the boxes. So is it control? Or are they actually worried about our safety? Are they really worried about our safety? And, and is anybody gonna come out? This is my question. Is anybody gonna come out and all of a sudden one day say, you don't have to wear the mask anymore? Because I just wonder if that's gonna happen or not, or if it's gonna take us to reach a precipice. And this is where I'm getting to on this. This is where I'm getting to on this. Um, is it gonna take us to get to a precipice as citizens? Because we're not subjects, we're citizens. There's a difference. In, in the old British monarchy, there were subjects. In America, which is a constitutional republic, we are citizens, which means the, the government employees, the people that are, are, you know, are elected officials, they actually are supposed to work for us. Now, many of them are career politicians, and you gotta wonder how they made so much money. How did Nancy Pelosi make so much money as a career politician? Well, I think you and I both know the answer to that. It's book deals. <laughs> Give me a break. Just like Obama. Obama went into the White House. Look at, look at how much he had when he went into the White House. Then look how much he had when he came out of the White House and look how much money he has now. Is it really book deals? Is it really book deals? How many of you have bought Obama's book? Are you interested? You know what's funny? Uh, just a side note here. So Harris, Harris goes back to her home where you know she, she presides from. Uh, back, back in California. This is the first time that she goes back to her former area that she presided over, Harris, right? 
So she goes back to California. And uh, you know what the funny thing about that is? Uh, where was all the big people, you know, the people lined up on the roads like they do with Donald Trump? You know, because Donald Trump, even when he's not president, by the way, people line the roads. I don't know if you guys know that or not. Even, even after his presidency, which I, I still believe he's president, not, you know, at least that he won, right? Because he did win. Uh, we all know that. But regardless, when, when he goes somewhere, people line up the streets. Now, Harris, think about this. She's supposed, they, they're supposedly the winners of, of the most votes in the history of our country, Harris and Biden. More votes than any other president, supposedly, right? But when she goes back for the first time, first, first African-American vice president goes back home for the first time, where was the people? There was no one lining the streets. No one was excited. To see, why was anybody excited to see her? I thought she had all these fans and all these supporters. Isn't that interesting? So, um, so here's the deal, guys. Uh, the CDC comes out today and they say it's a it's a health problem, a health problem that there's racism. That racism is an epidemic health problem. I, I kid you not. This is not a satirical. This is not satire. This is actual news today. Where the where the CDC? I mean, it's, you gotta just start laughing at this point. They come out and they say, you know, uh, we have to talk about the the real health problem that we have here in the United States when it comes to racism. So now it's reached the CDC, and I and I wish that was satire. I wish it was like the Babylon Bee, but it's actually not the Babylon Bee. It's actually a real headline. So, so here's what I realized today, because I was kind of getting at this, and then I got off, uh, off, off subject. You know, just me living out my life. I almost thought of this. I almost thought, like, should I stop calling myself pastor? But I'm not going to stop doing that, because I am a pastor, and I honestly think this is what the Lord wants of pastors today. But, you know, I, started, I saw this meme. I'm going to share it with you guys, the Remnant Warriors, because you guys will get this. I saw this meme, and it was funny. It was my friend that, um, that, you know, put up a meme on a social media. And so I, I looked at the meme anyway, the meme is, is it says pre COVID dating and it shows like, you know, some guy in skinny jeans and you know, some girl and whatever. And they're just like really happy and you know, no problems, no worries. And then it says post COVID dating. And it shows like this warrior guy. And, 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 and they were saying like, this is what we're now looking for is we need a warrior because it's like the end times, you know? And it was, it was just a funny meme. I'm probably not doing justice talking about explaining it correctly, but it was like this total soy boy kind of situation on the first one, super, you know, and then the second one was like this warrior guy. They said post post pandemic uh, goals, you know, for a relationship. And I thought that was funny because the truth of the matter is that's exactly right. We need to be warriors in this hour. I mean, really, this is where we're, we're and what I'm getting at is, so I go to these properties and I go to these places and, and, and it's like the, there's these people walking around and they're telling you, like, put, put the mask up, put the mask up, you know? And they have these signs. And I said to myself, you know, I, I got it. Look, I didn't get into it, but I, I had a conversation with one woman. And uh, she was telling me to put it above my nose. And you, you guys that know me know I don't really wear a mask often. Now, just like you, there's sometimes I don't have a choice because they won't let me in. But, but the thing is, is that, you know, I have it, like, down here below my nose, right? And, they're, you know, they're all coming over to me. Put it up, put it up, you know, so... So I put it up and then I said to the lady, I said, uh, ma'am, I said, do you know that uh, there's no peer reviewed study that's online that, that, that proves that these, especially cloth, cloth masks do anything? And she starts like almost hyperventilating. And, you know, of course, the pastor in me kicks in and I start feeling bad and I start saying, are you OK? And she says, oh, I'm I'm so um, what did she say? What was the word? She says, I'm having an anxiety attack. 
I said, an anxiety attack? What are you having an anxiety attack for? And she says, uh, you know, I just, I can't deal with what you're saying. I said, wait a minute, what did I say? I just said that there's no online uh, proof, you know, when if you study and research that these masks actually protect you from the virus. And she, she could not handle that. She absolutely went into like a meltdown. I'm not even kidding. And I felt bad. I felt bad. So I'm trying to calm her. And then uh, I said, I'm sorry, I did not mean to upset you or offend you. Uh, God bless you. I'm praying for you. You know, went into like pastor mode, right? I walked away and I thought to myself, oh my gosh, there are so many people, friends, that are living in utter fear right now. Listen, I'm going to tell you guys, I've been, what did I say yesterday? Like 23 states, I think, since the pandemic has taken off. And like I said, sometimes you go to a state and it feels pretty free. Other states you go to, you feel like you're in like the apocalypse. It just depends on where you are, what county you're in, what city you're in. You know, is it Democrat run? Is it Republican run? And it's, it's interesting. So, you know, I've been to these events where there's like thousands of people. You know, I got sick like one time. I don't, you know, like a normal flu. I don't know. This is a, a couple months back, like last year. I don't know. Maybe that was COVID. Maybe it wasn't. But uh, I, I've been hugging people. I've been building my immune system. I've been out there, you know, doing just living. And uh, thank you, Jesus. Uh, I feel protected. Uh, you know, I just, I, I don't know. I just don't worry about these things, but I'm so, I'm sad. It makes me sad to see how many people are so fearful. And, uh, you know, I would just, I would implore you if you're one of these people that's fearful, look at the, the actual numbers. It's like 99.8% survival rate of this so, so-called pandemic. 99.8% survival rate. So a lot of people are super afraid and we have to break this fear. And, you know, it's just a sad situation. I mean, I have to tell you, it really weighs heavy on my heart, especially when I see just how deep this thing is and how many people are living in utter fear. And we have freedom in, in Christ. In fact, the Bible says who the son sets free is free indeed. Um, we are free indeed. We don't have to live in fear. As I often say, what place does fear have with love? Perfect love casts out fear. Christ offers us perfect love. Uh, but, but you know, it is, it is very sad to see the level. Now, here's where it gets even more sad. When it's infected the body of Christ, where there's pastors and there's people and they don't even understand at all what's going on. And they honestly are sitting there in utter fear thinking we're going through this like horrible pandemic and, you know, everything that the CDC and the World Health Organization has said and Fossey said, they're, they're just, they're hanging on to like every word they say. And I hope that, the people that watch this broadcast are able to understand the difference. And um, I hope that um, you guys are able to see that this is a campaign of fear. And um, I hope that we're able to really discern and walk our way with discernment through this, guys. But I, you know, it, it, this is this is a game changer. You know, I told my wife, I said, this is a game changer. It's like, you know, when we went through 9-11 and then we realized afterwards that, you know, life was changed in so many ways. Well, this, this whole thing that they're putting us through right now for the last year or so, I just want you guys to know this is a game changer. They are going to try everything they can to disrupt our lives. They have an overarching agenda that's ridiculous. Um, I started learning about it when I went on to the World Economic Forum website, and I went down the rabbit hole there and just followed the links on the COVID wheel, and I was on it for like hours. I think I've told you guys this before. I was on it for hours and hours going down the different links and just couldn't even believe like how much they're there. And I said to myself, you know, and I've designed some websites in my day and kind of know a lot of tech stuff. And I said, this, this, just the copy alone, like, you know, to write all that copy, if you're a copywriter or you're a writer, you would know that that didn't just happen 
that's been there. Somebody planned all that and put it up and that's a complex website, you know? And if you know about government, you know they're not good at putting up websites. Remember Obamacare? So clearly this has been something that they've been putting together. And, uh, you know, it's it's sobering, guys. It just it does remind us, regardless of what's gonna happen here in these next few months and stuff, it does remind us that uh, the hour is late and we have to really be awake. And, uh, you know, I kind of found myself today, I said, to, you know, we're gonna have to resist. I know this is, it sounds like a Democrat thing, you know, like resist, you know? But, but the truth is, is that, we, you know, if everybody pushed back and said like, no, I'm not gonna wear this face thing, because it's a face, now they're calling it face coverings. You know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of the Middle East, face coverings. You gotta wear your face covering. And every two minutes, they're playing it over and over on the loudspeaker. You gotta wear your face covering, your face covering. Guys, I can't wait for Frank's speech to come out where I can just go completely off and I don't have to sit here and worry about them blasting my account down. But I tell you, at this point, I'm not even really worried anymore. You guys know where you can find me. You can go to toddcoconado.com. Take down my Facebook. I don't even care anymore. Do it. Do it. You know, if that's what you guys want to do, because I'm going to speak the truth. And I just feel like I have a mandate. I have a man. We have to have these conversations. We have to resist. We have to push back. If we allow this, it's really our fault. If we allow this new draconian, dystopian, Orwellian reality, then it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. If you want to wear that thing on your face, by all means, wear it. But, but we're going to have to do a godly resistance. And they can, you know what? They've already targeted me, guys. They already go after me. So, you know, I realize at this point, like, we're in this for the long haul, you know? And, uh, and, and it's time for the remnant to rise. It's time for, I said, you know, earlier I said, well, maybe I'll take the pastor off my name so that people don't accuse me because I'm a warrior. But you know what? I'm going to keep the pastor there because that's what a pastor should be doing. I'm not going to take off pastor. I'm not, not acting like a pastor. I'm acting like a pastor should act. So I'm not going to take that off. I'm going to keep it on. You know what? Pastors should be resisting and we should be pushing back. And we should be telling the people, stop fearing, gather, open your church, stop living in fear. We have nothing to fear. The only thing we have to fear is what their, their draconian, dystopian, Orwellian plans are and their agenda that they're pushing. So we have to make a decision. Are we going to live free or are we going to live a slave? Because there's a lot of talk about that. But you know what? As they talk about that, they're actually putting us in slavery. They're trying to accuse us of everything. We're racist. We're this, we're that, we're all these things. No, we're not. We're just, we're really awake. We're not woke. We're really awake, awakened by the Holy Spirit, awakened by God. And I'm not going to back down. I'm not going to become weak. It's ridiculous. You know what? This is what they made me. This is what the Lord made me for this time, this time period. For a time is this. He made you for a time is this. We, we should be sick of it. We really should be sick of it at this point. Look what they're trying to push on our kids. It's demonic. It's, it's disgusting. It's vile. And we've sat back. I, I heard a, a major person that owns a network that's a Christian network. And they said, well, we don't want to get political. My gosh, it's high time. You better start waking up. This isn't politics, friends. This is talking about a demonic agenda that's trying to take us all, take us all down. You don't think for a second they wouldn't put us in jail? Come on. They're already preparing all that stuff. Wake up. Stop saying, oh, I don't get political. Wait, what's... You don't get political. They're going to come to your door and arrest you one day too unless you stand up right now. 
I'm sorry, I gotta take off the filter today, guys. I, I say it in love. I say it in conviction. I'm not, I'm not just telling people to do something that I myself don't do. Really thought about this today, and I said, are we willing to pay the price? Are we willing to pay the price? Because honestly, at this point, that's where it's at. It's just kind of crazy when you look around and you see what's going on, guys. So anyway, I love you. Don't be discouraged, though. The good news is that God is with us even until the end of the age. And I think he's going to anoint and appoint the remnant body of Christ. I truly do. So be encouraged. Be encouraged and, and don't be upset. But uh, we just have to have these uh, these talks. Sometimes you got to fight for your freedom. You know what I'm saying? So uh, anyways, thank you, guys. Appreciate you. And uh, how are you doing? You guys have any questions out there or anything like that today? If you have any questions, let me know. Somebody says, praying 700 billion angels around us all. Amen, Susan. Amen. Thank you, Beverly. You rock too. Thank you, Sally. God bless you. Thank you, Mel. Good to see you. Hey, Audrey. That's right. We're the Remnant Warriors. Sorry, there's all these people walking around me and they're probably like, what is this guy talking about? <laughs> what is this guy talking about? Uh, I had to get quiet for a second. All right. Well, listen, we'll talk some more. Enjoy your weekend. Bless you. Appreciate you. Next week's a big week. Really big week. Uh, going to be spending some time with some real patriots. You guys will see uh, going to be some good stuff in the in the mid part, part of the next week. Uh, but we'll, we'll come on live every day as we do. And uh, we'll do the broadcast. Please share the, the message when you have an opportunity. Share the links. You can go to rmntnews.com, rmntnews.com, or remnant.news. You go to toddcoconado.com. Thank you for those that are willing to support and stand with us. Appreciate you. I'm not going anywhere. I'll tell you that right now. I'm not going anywhere. I'm in this to win it. Bless you guys. Love you. We'll talk to you later.